Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Show you the way out of this blue, out of this blue. Hello, welcome to Excuse the Mess, a music podcast where we take a journey into the mind and music of a different guest composer in each episode. My name's Ben Corrigan and I'm the host of this podcast. And for this episode, I'm joined by Aliv Lenz. And this is the first episode of 2020. So happy new year. I'm really excited to have this guest for you. Aliv is a singer, a songwriter, a composer, a producer, and you'll be hearing lots of her music throughout the episode. We mainly focus our conversation on her album Three, which was released late 2019 and heavily features one of the world's most pioneering vocal ensembles, Roomful of Teeth. You'll hear how that collaboration came about, as well as the very personal themes of the album, which is jam-packed full of expertly crafted songs that sweep you away and plunge you into Aleph's unique sonic universe. There's a very unusual aspect to the release of this album, and it ties into the record label that it was released under. So the newly founded SA Recordings was set up by Spitfire Audio, and Spitfire Audio has been mentioned on this podcast before. If you're not sure who they are or what they do, Spitfire Audio are one of the biggest names, if not the biggest name, in the sample library world. Sample libraries are downloadable packs of sound that composers can buy and use in their own music. So when it came to Aliv releasing her album through SA Recordings, the idea was to release a sample library that goes alongside it. And that's what they did. Another thing we'll be discussing in this episode. The track you're hearing underneath opens Aliv's album, Three, It's called Splendid Soldier, but this had a life before the album when it was called Fall Into Me and featured on the hit TV show Black Mirror. As Aliv will explain, this track being commissioned by that show has been a bit of a turning point in her career and has led to various opportunities, including that very fortuitous album-creating collaboration with Roomful of Teeth. So let's tune in to Splendid Soldier and then we'll be cracking on with the episode number 15 featuring Aliv Lenz. Thank you for checking out this podcast. Stick around till the end for some more related info and some please and thank yous. Have a very enjoyable listen. Splendid 
so Splendid Soldier, would you say that that track was a bit of a turning point? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think it was one of those where you hear about like, oh, that song, you know, did really well or did something or like, oh, you kind of think back of one song. And I think it was that. And I didn't know that it would do that, obviously. But because of the show being so popular worldwide, it was just a fantastic way to just... I mean, that's always how I thought people would discover my music anyhow. So I've been doing this for really long, but it's never been the, you know, kind of the touring band that will really, you know, get traction live or sometimes people get uh, deals with brands and then they become connected through that and people find out. But that was never the case for me. It was always more like my songs. I, I wrote stuff, I release albums, work with people, do like collaborations and then these songs turn up somewhere else or my mm. voice is like on a soundtrack or my song is a uh, sync in a movie and then people are like, what? I like this song, what is it? And they're like, oh, there's more, there's like an album yeah, and there's sure. this person who does this. So I kind of, I've, I've noticed that and then that was what I kind of focused on as well. Mm-hmm. And that show was Black Mirror. Yeah, that show yeah. was Black Mirror. Yeah. So that was the ideal situation, really. Yeah. And then it was written for the show as well, which which then is even better. Because mm. mm. you get like an original piece. And what was great as well is that it was the last episode of the season. Yes. So although yeah. they don't, the episodes don't connect, it's still kind of the finale. So it gave yeah. it an extra sort of boost that people just watch the whole season. I mean, if you can watch a whole season of Black Mirror, <laughs> I, I, I take it in like steps. I'm like, like one episode per, per year or something. Yeah. It's like so hardcore. I'm like, oh my God. And then, yeah. That was definitely... I could see straight away people like, release this music, why didn't you sit down? I don't want to hear this song. And what I love is when you see people just putting it out there on YouTube and they make the little videos that get taken down instantly. But, you know, at least you see it's sort of... People are so excited about about a piece of music. And I love when lyrics turn up and people just quote things, make their own Instagram posts and kind of quote the song. It's just been really wonderful. And it just keeps on giving. Yeah. And then it was covered... Which again, ultimate compliment if someone, you know, takes your piece of music and then of course if that someone's room full of teeth, I was like, what? What you do? And um, <laughs> and then that continued to live with them on tour and then I met them and they're like, hey, do you want to do, if you want to do anything else, just, you know, let us know. I'm like, well, actually, <laughs> would you want to record seven songs? while you're here and they had time while they were in London. Here's a snippet of that Roomful of Teeth cover, their encore at New Sounds Live Ecstatic Music Festival 2017 from WNYC Radio, hosted by John Schaefer. songs already made you you had the album together in its yeah. kind of demo 
for? Yeah. Well, I kind of tried to jump demo stage. That's why I built myself a studio and have like, I always use my good mic and the good chain to get even the demo done. Just because I'm like, whatever's already done is done. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be like, <laughs> and you get those demo moments. You're like, yeah. I would like to, oh crap, that we can't use that. It's like the quality isn't good enough, but the yeah. feeling was great on that tape. So I had demos, but they are actually essentially what ended up on the album. But what I did demo were all the vocals that they then later sang instead of eight times me. Yes. Sure. Which was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was um, kind of circumstantial as well, the way that you wrote the music. Yeah, it was. You were kind of pushed into a certain way of doing it just out of the necessity I felt to be faster and home more because I was just a new mom and I just kind of wanted to do two things at the same time get the music out but also just be home yeah just enjoy that time and so you know speeding up things (laughs) Um, and it was just in the studio I, I just sang and had written those tracks or had like the melodies in my head sang them out you know, when you're at the mic, you can make so many noises. Be like, well, it needs the uh, and it needs it needs this. And so I just ended up doing all of that because it was just a lot faster to do it that way. Yes. And then I ended up really liking it. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, that's it. And I had a conversation at the time with Jazz Shaw, who mixed this album as well, who was himself in the process of getting a new album done, which then ended up being Murmurations with Deep Throat Choir on it. So he was like, oh, I found this choir. They're amazing. And, you know, and you should work with them. I didn't end up working with them because they did that. Super Mobile Disco did that. I was like, well, what do you mean? Now I can't do that anymore. But obviously I then, you know, room full of teeth and all of that happened. But so he was like, hey, wouldn't that be cool? And I was kind of like... That's not a bad idea. And when I started making the songs, I remembered that conversation, which was months before I started making the songs. And I was like, hey, yeah, I mean, at the moment, it's a choir of me, but what could it be? So it was just sitting there, you know, and it really serendipitously just happened that that song was big and someone covered it and they were vocal ensemble and then they happened to be in London. So it just, it's sometimes really hard to just have something and be like, I'm just going to wait a little and, you know, Mm -hmm. to not rush the process. But it was really, well, I probably also wasn't even able to rush the process. Sure. You know, I just did not have the time and was just, you know, being a a family and new circumstances. Yeah. At that point, I was like, oh, my God, it needs to be fast. You know, you want to finish stuff. Sure. Yeah. Let's get all the musicians in. But it didn't happen. But that was good. Yeah. So was your plan when you'd sung in all of these layers and different things and you'd structured all the songs, got what was in your head into a computer, was your plan in the earlier stages to go through and replace things with instruments and synths and this kind of thing? Or were you always going to do a majority a cappella album? To be honest, uh, it's hard to remember because then my memory is obviously shaped by then the decisions I made. So I'm like, well, let me think. So I think a few songs in already, I was like, you know what, voice sounds good. Mm. Remembering the conversation I had with jazz, it is an option to do things with singers only. So I just, it started and then I was like, I might just leave it this way because I can replace it with other singers. Um, But then I also, you know, made vocal pads that don't necessarily sound like vocals or like I sang into my piano for like for the reverb of the piano. And then it's just became a texture that's on may the angels there's some like vocals that don't sound like vocals anymore and they're Mm. like me yelling into a piano may the angels another show lucky enough to feature alive's music is dark it's a netflix series that i really really enjoyed i seem to remember binging the first series in one sitting 
This is May the Angels, featured in the second series of Dark, as well as living on her album, the fourth track in just before it takes a left turn into a cappella land with Roomful of Teeth. Your path, but I can't. And I won't. May the angels show you The mother, not the wife. May the angels soothe and ease your pain. May the angels instill a will. But I can't, and I won't. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ah, it's beautiful. Thank and you. you made this artwork, didn't you? Everyone can see this, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a watercolor I brought to like the design team at Spitfire and Asper Fanti, who is um, designer extraordinaire. She just kind of cropped and turned and looked at all of these things and angles from all the different pieces I had brought. And then she was like, okay, I did this. This is nice. But then I did this. And then she presented what is okay. now the artwork. And I was like, ah. Oh. Love it. Um, this is a lovely gift, by the way. I brought you another gift. I love this. Oh, awesome. This is a poster. Also, again, everyone can see this. This is great. This is a photo of a chair by Marcus Duran, who I worked with for some of the press photography. Yeah. And he had an exhibition that was sort of his response. Well, you are looking on the back. Yeah, I am looking on the back. That was like a response to the album. We had like a lovely listening party with an exhibition. And the lyrics are on the back, yes. Yeah, found them. It's really awesome image. I just, I love it. He showed that to me. I think it was one one day, the morning of the exhibition or the morning of the day before or something. And he just brought this and I hadn't seen this one yet. And I was like, oh my God. The chair's in my studio. I know Marcus wants it back. (laughs) I'm like, oh, sure, come get it anytime. Yeah. What is it about this particular chair? Because it's uh, it's, it's kind of white painted chair, but it's clearly worn and it's uh, on like overly farmed land or something. I think it's a, I assume it's a baseball field. Well, you sound like you were instantly like, whoa. I I love this. this. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Does he it had the big print for you. Something really. Well, Marcus really um, listened to the album and really went into. We had a lot of conversations for probably about a year or something before we even started making um, taking photos. Of Marcus taking photos of me, and then taking more photos that were images for the themes that are happening on this on this album. Yeah. So it was a great collaboration and then I think he's just he was just really within like in the album and that's why although it's a white chair just standing on some mm-hmm. sand it is just the image it just yeah. speaks to me exactly what particularly that song the yeah. chair means to me. I once carried a man until I no longer could. I broke down and I told him, you should. But first, I got him a chair so he can sit while I explain. And to make sure he listened, and so he can show me some care, I cared for him so he will know how to. And I hadn't yet spoken, nor drunken a sip. We were told to move on, and I shouldered him gently. For another woman, who had carried a man until she no longer could, needed a chance to sit him, to tell him he should. Until you break that chair. Wait for your fellow woman to talk, to love, to laugh, to embrace, to rest. That circle won't be broken. The Chair is the first song in the album which goes full a cappella and it really smacks you over the face. What's The Chair for you? Well, The Chair is really a smash the patriarchy song if you, you know, if you want it, if you want a one-liner thing. But for me, it was just, I mean, it's a really painful song to me as well because it was more like a waking up to something that I thought I wasn't doing. Sort of default mechanisms and structures and like roles I just slotted into or believe that I'm sort of I'll do it a bit differently but yeah technically my roles are clear and I just hadn't noticed the luxury of not noticing these things yeah but you can't go back once you see what's happening you're like oh so how the album came about is I wrote a lot of stuff in my notebook just things I wanted to say little poems or things I you know I was thinking just my my feelings at the time um, really mainly after uh, my role drastically changed and I also became a mother and then you have, you know, different tags to you and whatever, all the things that happened then. I don't necessarily think that a waking up process or anything when you become a parent, all of a sudden you see all these things. I think that's, there's just life-changing events that, for me, it was parenthood, mm. but it's not that you can't see these things when you're not yeah. a parent. Because yeah. I find that also really rigid when you're just kind of like, well, you have to become a parent to understand this and that. Mm. I feel like that puts pressure, especially on women, and that's not what I mean at no. all. So this doesn't address only woken up mothers, but literally yeah. everyone, yeah. especially also men. So I really was so touched by Marcus as well, just us having 
deep and meaningful conversations and him really listening to to the music and understanding what that means for him or telling me about what it means for him and that that's just been really great so the chair means a lot to me in conjunction with this photo as well so it's you know on the poster mm, and the lyrics mm. here and yeah we also we shot a little video for that as well yes it's a brilliant music video yeah. which was an intense day not because of you know i mean obviously we're a small team and then if you don't have like big budgets days tend to be you know harder mm-hmm. on music video shoots but so when we were shooting the music video it this song really i think has a strong meaning for everyone we were all feeling it that day i was like it was full moon as well <laughs> well right. like, it was a full moon we were all like wow this you know and did you hear this song over and over you're like ah ah i break the chair you know and you're like oh yeah. it's just i once carried a man and just went into this yeah. like loop and all of us and then i remember one moment where i'm trying you know to smash these chairs <laughs> And that wicker chair just bounces back yeah. and hits me on the head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is so, like, is, this chair won't break easily, you know. It's, we're, we have yeah. a long way to go. <laughs> that was symbolic. It was, it, was, it, was, it was fantastic, though. It was also, you know, Asper and Harriet from, from Spitfire and Jacob. We were just also all good friends. That day. It was just, yeah. I just had a good time. Yeah, definitely go check the video out as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. All of your videos, including that one, and this image and the album artwork, you really care about the visual side of things. I really, Very clearly. I really do, so it's nice when yeah. you see that, yeah. They're amazing. In fact, some of your, some of the videos, like Eggshell, yeah. it looks like it predates Black Mirror stylistically. Like, oh, that could be true. a Black yeah. Mirror Yeah, that was da- Daniel Fletcher, who's the director, and also, also wrote the script for that he actually won a won an award for that like a shark kinsale shark award thing i don't know it but any awards a good award award hey yeah. award <laughs> i'm just gonna give out awards because yeah. there's so many people that don't get any and it, yeah give it's out not, some award system generally Who else isn't do you want fair. To award? um well I, ha- I have a long list of things i want to watch but I love that yesterday, Alma Harrell, who also um, founded Free the Bid, and now there's Free the Bid to find also female composers to just level the playing field, because people yeah. usually don't employ women because they're like, I can't find them. It's like, well, here's a list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so she did that, and she just yesterday had like this post about, like, because she didn't get a Golden Globe nomination, but she said, you know what, we don't operate within that system. We're mm-hmm. just going to build a new world anyhow, so yeah. you don't need to be awarded by a system that doesn't want to see you anyhow. Just for that, I want to give her an award, but also her, yeah. her hard work. You know, she says as well, like, you don't need awards because what she's done stands yeah. for itself. So Is that I agree. But I do really want to see a honey boy, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I still haven't seen it, though. I'm like... <laughs> um, me too. I worked on it. You did? Yeah. Oh, look at yeah. that. Did some string engineering and orchestrating with Yeah, no, Rob. I really, really want to see that because, I because I've just been great. following Alma for quite some time especially yeah. because of free the bit and then i was like well i'm gonna but just for her and being who she is and you know just obviously following that from social media i'm just like you're awesome oh and you yeah. know what's nice my friend savannah leaf who directed the if love video mm. from my second album she's actually just she's actually been nominated for for a grammy award for a music video yeah so congrats savannah that's awesome and i think she knows alma they've met in new york so the world's small Yes, it but the good people get together, is. so that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. That is nice. Yes, so we've nominated some people, awarded some people. <laughs> <laughs> Got awards out of the way. Let's bring it all back to the to the album. So, Roomful of Teeth was it actually quite a quick process when they got involved? It was fantastic. 
I mean, it was quick because I, I do like to be prepared as well. Yeah. I'm a full-on Capricorn. I'm like, let's map this out before we yeah. do anything. <laughs> um, and so I was definitely prepared. I had all the notations ready so we could just, you know, go. I loved that before each song, we kind of took a moment to really talk about the song, what mm -hmm. it's about, because I feel that is more important to get across than the exactly right, perfect, you know, singing although they sang perfectly yeah, on anything yeah, anyhow yeah. and they were but they were a lot faster than i could have ever hoped for i think oh. we recorded seven songs in like four hours and i'm like wow. right then holy shit that's amazing it was incredible yeah. i mean i think we did the maximum we did on one song was three takes for like a whole yes. piece of eight people just singing that through and two of them we did all together because my vocals are so kind of with it and, and loose that I didn't want to use the demo mm -hmm. vocals. Yeah. And then others, we um, the pre-produced session, I brought it along, so we, we sang into that. At your home studio? We recorded at the premises, the wonderful premises okay, on Hackney yeah. Road. Yeah. We did the vocal ensemble recording there, just to have a bigger room. They, they stand in a semicircle and everyone has a mic, so that I couldn't facilitate in my studio it's sure, a bit too small sure. the, the kind of way it's recorded is great and i think it's maybe like a trait of theirs like when you listen to other pieces they've done they have that everyone's an individual and yes it's very close mic that's and that's how i wanted to do it, it as yeah. well because there was a discussion of like oh let's no let's just put room mics and i was like no they all get individual mics that's how they do it and that's how i want it and yeah. it's gonna sound great amy man
What I wanted to achieve with the songs is that it has a quality of that it can be sung together, that the songs can be taken away from the album and you hear it, but maybe you sing it with your friends or with the people you um, you usually sing with. I don't yeah. know if that's a thing. People are like, hey, my singing group. So it's definitely, they have the qual. I hope so, they have the quality of like a more modern take on the folk song because there was one thing that in a wonderful mother mothering group is it a mothering group it was called mothers talking which is a really fantastic group to like get together and people mothers would just talk about like the real stuff you know not like what does he eat what diaper do you wear but yeah. like wow this week was shit you know my my family trauma is like bubbling up and things like that so that was fantastic and then we noticed that there's in pop culture there's no place for that kind of There aren't songs like this. Like a few centuries ago, you'd have like a, you know, um, a lullaby that would be sung and you'd be like, pass the baby on. If it cries, pass it to the auntie. If it cries, pass it to someone else. You know, just something that would help you in that time of your life. But there's none of that is is talked about. So I was like, it'd be nice to just, you know, have songs to to be singing about the stuff that you go through now, which I think The Runner is one of them. That was a particular day that I was on the canal, on okay. Regent's Canal with a pram. And I mean, people just want you out of the freaking way. Really? They're like, how dare you uh, come here? We're doing important sports. Yeah. And like, you're just a waste of space and you're in my way. I mean, yummy mummy, that term drives me up the walls. You're like, I just made it out of bed and was dressed and addressed this human and we're out. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing the hard task of connecting this child to the rest of society so we don't fall apart in like 25 years because everyone's a lunatic. Yeah. This is hard <laughs> and valuable, you know. And so that was that song. And then I was like, let's have a song about that. Let's let's be able to sing yeah. this together. The runner is busy, out of breath The runner is you, the runner is you The runner is angry, the runner's red-faced The runner is busy, the runner is you Runner, runner Runner, runner You're in the runner's way The runner is right, the runner is driven, the runner's convinced, you're in the runner's way. The runner is busy, the runner has work, the runner is you, you're in the runner's way. You're in the runner's way. Runner, runner, you're in the runner's way. Runner, runner, you're in the runner's way. Move over, woman, you're in the runner's way The runner's unaware of the fabric of your care The runner's impatient, out of breath The runner is you, the runner is you You're in the runner's way You're in the runner's way You're in the runner's way Woven by women, worn by men Woven by women, worn by men. Woven by women, worn by men. Woven by women, worn by men. I mean, I did want to ask you whether you felt restrained or liberated by just writing for voice, but then through the demoing, it was all done with voice, so... It was really liberating because I could do it all. 
Because, mm. you know, sometimes you, well, I just can't play the bass. I mean, I do, actually, that's, yeah, bass line on the piano works quite well, so I can't yeah. play the piano. However, you know, sometimes I can't play the piano as fast as I want to, so, mm. but with voice, I can do whatever. So it is liberating, but of course, also, then at the same time, it's a certain kind of sound, then you just yeah. have that... But, I mean, when I needed it and the way this album was brought to life, that was, for me, liberating and the best thing that happened. And then everything else that just sort of happened unplanned with it, it's just perfect. Yeah. I mean, there's a directness that comes with the human voice, isn't there? Yeah. So you're trying to communicate quite a personal thing and it really cuts through. I mean, there was there's one track, Cigarettes and Blow, which I had originally written as, like, me sitting on a piano and just playing, you know, there was a there was a piano... Well, it was just chords, but, you know, it was piano with it. And um, I sat with that song, actually, for quite some time. I had written that at an earlier point in life. And it just never kind of was like, it's kind of okay, but nothing happens, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. But then when I started writing all the new material with the vocals, I was like, oh, my God, I can just replace instruments with vocals and then get a completely different song out of a different way to connect to it and now it's just has has room full of teeth on it and they're just singing these these beautiful chords and it's just so human again it's like something you sit together and someone just tells their story and with with just having the human voice although it's a song it's still also a very personal story yeah bring cigarettes and blow play cool That I still love you so That I can let go That I want you so To never let me go Hide my face from pain Clench my teeth and erase What once was my grace Clench my teeth and erase What once was my grace Smoked cigarettes and Even after you were gone Close the blinds, I close my heart I will meet you in the dark Take it easy, this is fun We'll be walking in the sun Yeah, we're I can 
smiled away all of the pain and I never felt again smiled away all of the pain and I never felt again One of the really interesting things about the album is the way it's released with. I yeah. mean, you, you will explain it better than me. With, uh, well, the newly found label by Spitfire Audio, yes. which is SA Recordings. Um, and that was also through Jasta's manager. I mean, they're just a fantastic musical family, I have to say. Shout out to Ollie. Um, he was just like, hey, they're founding a new label, and I think it'd be so good for you. And I'm like, okay. And you put me in touch with them. I had contacted a few labels, not too many, just people I knew. Um, but it really, we just kind of hit it off from the first. I want to say note, but it was, I sent postcards, so it was little images that were true. <laughs> cool. And, um, yeah. and then they talked about what the whole, you know, concept was and what they were thinking of doing. And I was pretty much sold the right there. I was like, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's fantastic. And I think it made a lot of sense for me because... This is my third album, and as much as I dreamt of, like, I'll be on a major label, and then I'll release things, this and that, what you know, kind of what, what you think you will be doing when you're, like, teen-ish or, like, early 20s, of, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, I don't think I could actually ever do that. I'm way too, like, well, this is what I'm doing, this is my artwork, this is my idea, this yeah. is my vision, yeah. this is me. That would not really go down that well, I think, on you know, on certain structures and, and certain systems. So this was actually great for me because it was a newly found label, so they had a lot of freedom. Well, they, I say, Harriet, who's, you know, label manager mm -hmm. and really runs the show and is a fantastic human being. So there was a lot of creative freedom. I think Spitfire generally want their composers or people they work with to have creative freedom mm -hmm. because it, it will give you the best product okay. if you just let people do what they're best at. And so that was just great, you know, and Spitfire obviously is, is a huge company now and was is really growing. So we had the support of like their design team, but also just feeling like, you know, there is already something when you just kind of start a new label. It, it can be quite tough. So the, yeah, this combination yeah. was just really good. And then the aspect of like valuing at you as a composer and being yeah. like, this is great. This is your album. But what are your other thoughts? How do you work and then translating that into, well, we'll put out a sample library of what you like, of what you think is cool. Mm -hmm. So that was just really, I couldn't have imagined some a situation like that, but yeah. it was perfect when it came along. I was like, this is, yeah, yeah this is great. It's a completely innovative idea. And yeah. I think you might be the world's first artist th to release a sample library I think in alongside this, the Yeah, the I album. think this actual, like, here's an album and here's an attached sample library that is from the album with, you know, the design and everything that goes with it. And yeah, definitely, that's definitely a first. And then I was the first artist to release with them. Now they've also released um, Oliver's album with Sample Library. And there are definitely sample libraries, but I've looked into this. There's no album release with an attached yeah. sample library of things of the album. The idea definitely. is you buy the album, you get this free sample library with it. Yeah, you can get a bundle. Have I got the package wrong? Well, I don't think it's free. 
okay. I think I think it's definitely cheaper if you, I think you can buy either the sample library okay. or the sample library with a digital download of yeah. the album um, right. or the vinyl with a download and the sample library as yeah. a bundle, which is the the one I recommend. And the kind of building blocks of it all are coming from the album mainly. Did you go in deep and pull yeah. certain things out? And... Yeah, everything is from the album or yeah. from my voice. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was a lovely, nerve wracking and lovely process to actually do that because the album was finished and then we're like, oh, there's the sample library thing, and nobody knew what that was going to be. It was like, well, yeah. let's do it. I'm like, cool, what? <laughs> And so, I, you know, I started out a bit different. I, I just was like, oh, I'll just, you know, sing. And then you'll have my voice in the sample library, which was not feasible whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in my studio going completely nuts, going making like oohs and ahs and just kind of being like, this is, this is crazy. But then also because I just simply couldn't do it. And then I had to ask myself, do you really want to do it? And what is it you want to really do? And then I thought, well, actually, this is this needs to be a different thing. It is a sample library with an album. The album is so rich in texture, in the color it, it gives you, in little bits and pieces I did that I love. One of my favorite ones is Concrete Town. That's just the piano shimmer that I added on Laura. And we just stretched it across the whole keyboard. And I'm just like, oh, I love this. I'm just like yeah. playing it. And I had to then, yeah, I dug deep then. And I was like, okay, what's actually... What do I like about this album? What is a sound that I could give? Because the voice isn't necessarily something that makes this album. I mean, yes, it's all a cappella, but there's a feel to it. I was like, okay, let's catch the feeling. That was hard. And Leo at Spitfire, who worked with me on the library, was just so good at just understanding as well what I mean. I'm like, did you download this? There's the stem and we need to like do this and that. And he's like, how about this? I'm like, yes, that's what it is. And longer was usually what I said. I was like, it needs to go for longer. It was just, you know, once I kind of cracked the, like once I hit a wall and then was like, you know, what is it actually that we're doing here? Then it was just, it just opened up this beautiful process. And I was really pleased with our end product and I had no idea what it would be like. And it's, it makes me so happy that people have been receiving it really well. It's It's such a nice extension of an album and it's the perfect label for it. Spitfire Audio, they've got this audience of musicians and composers out there that they jump at the chance to have the elements of an album yeah. like and i really love unique. labs yes. so i was yeah. so pleased that it was with that software that it just looks that way and is that easy to use and i really made something that i want to have and i think that's where i came from making it i'm like mm. it needs to serve me and then it's really genuine and it actually also did really work for other people so yeah. i'm really pleased are you using it at all well, I'm not actually making any new music at the moment. Actually, I have to go to the studio tomorrow and I will be solely using that. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm already like, because I need to just sketch out something where I'm like, yeah, I know exactly. I'm just going to go, brr, me and my lazy drones. I'm just going to go, brr, and then sing over it because I need to, yeah. yeah, actually, I will be tomorrow. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And actually later today. Yeah, today, exactly. Yeah, do exactly that, brr, sing over it. We could sing. But I don't want to sing. sing. I like <laughs> that. Let's go pure instrument. <laughs> I sang so much lately. That's fine. We've got you in sort of yeah, singing <laughs> forms anyways. Minute. Various little mini noises. Some mini noises there. That was from a patch called Soul of Runner. And my handy underscore here is another patch called Stronger Together. You can hear plenty more of the sample library's usage in the music-making episode of Aleph's appearance on this podcast. My experience of it is that it's an instantaneous world-builder. 
Each patch will give you an instant colour and inspiration that you can then pile in your own sounds or other sounds from the sample library and really quickly and effectively make a new piece of music. So if you're a composer working to deadlines, this is a really useful tool for you to have. Visit the SA Recordings website or Spitfire Audio website and get yourself the album sample library bundle. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Not for the first time in this series, our guest is a collaborator of the sitarist and composer Anushka Shankar. Anushka has released two new tracks recently, and there's more to come soon, I think. Bright Eyes and In This Mouth were released towards the end of 2019, and Alev was co-producer, co-writer, and all-round collaborator with Anushka on these really heartfelt tracks that highlight a new chapter in Anushka's life. It seems like a very soul-bearing moment for Anushka, but you've been a writing partner in all of that. I mean, it was definitely um, a shared life experience, things that we've both been through, and wanted to communicate so I was happy to facilitate that communication um, of what Anushka had to say and is saying in the music and I think it's brave and really really beautiful and we played three shows at Purcell Room just last week it was just so nice to be a part of it and there's something so I don't want to say satisfied it's just kind of it just nurtures the soul to be part of someone's journey that's so brave so beautiful and of course she's obviously a, a fantastic musician so that was everything I, I felt like everything was a cherry on top so mm. this release has meant a lot and it, it was also beautiful to just kind of nurture our friendship and have it grow from when we first met for the recordings for uh, land of gold i'm just you know i'm <laughs> i'm just leaving 2019 very happy yeah <laughs> just yeah. really like oh this this has been yeah, I'm really grateful and very fulfilled, definitely, with everything in the last few months that, that has happened. Very productive year for you. And nurturing, you know, it's it's wonderful that sometimes you want to just kind of be like productive and and it's so beautiful when it happens and yes, it's productive, yes, you bring some, but it's also just, I feel very whole 
Yeah. Like it's very yeah, it's a it's a weird state of like, you know, when you make music and you're allowed to really be like, well, I think this is beautiful and make like creative decisions within your music or when you're, you know, co-producing with someone or co-writing to just go for like where's the song going? How are we best communicating with music what the essence of this piece is? It's very spiritual actually. Yeah. Especially with the sitar, you know, it's a I find it a very spiritual instrument like mm. especially when Anushka plays, I just feel like the gates to heaven are just being pushed open. And yeah, so yes, productive but also just feel very full and fulfilled. Yes. <laughs> Here is Bright Eyes. Thank you. 
when it comes to writing lyrics and things, was that something she would share the story and what's going on in her life and you would go away and bring back words? Um, a, th- a lot of the words are Anushka's, most of them I would say. Things that she was like, hey, I wrote this, what do you think? And because I obviously like to, you know, craft around lyrics and have been writing songs for a long time, then, you know, you'd kind of be like, how about we, like, give this a little push here? And then how about we put this in this form? Or I would take the lyrics and then come back and be like, hey, when you sing them, it's like this. And then I'd, I would sing it and be like, this can be a song, especially with In This Mouth. You know, it was a poem she wrote a while back. And then I was like, I think these lines kind of make chorus or bridge, whatever you want to call it. This is what the verses sound like. And I have to say with some, there were words where I was like, this is what I wrote because of this conversation we had. What do you think? It was a really satisfying, very collaborative process of just not picking apart like who said what, when, but really just being like, this is, this is the song. This is the essence. This needs to be out. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a great way of expressing that pain. I mean, music is just, just every time I'm just so grateful I can communicate through music. I mean, it's the same with my album, you know, that I went through, honestly, the shittiest times I can possibly imagine. But then I'm like, you know what? That's just what that was. But it's so hard for, I mean, a lot of people, everybody carries so much pain and so many things with them. And it's just great that there's a way to either put that pain somewhere but also you can just even while listening to music you can both the listener and the person who wrote it or is singing it can go through these things I like when my son I mean we have that quite often that I'll be like hey you know what what you're feeling right now there's a song for that I was like you're not alone people make (laughs) music for exactly this situation and it's just so connecting everybody it's a way of storytelling that you can always connect with in in this very particular way i remember we were i was super stressed out and i was like i'm sorry i'm so stressed i was like hey there's a song for that and i played under pressure and it's just like (laughs) and you know that's just the the beauty of music it's not just yes i get to you know express what i've been through or can facilitate to express what someone else has been through with co-writing or writing my own music But also I know that that connects me with someone else in exactly that moment. And we're both not alone anymore. Love if you went to the doctors for stress-related things and they prescribed you under pressure. (laughs) Under pressure. (laughs) It's just twice a day. But it's just so, you're like, yeah, that's what that feels like. And and obviously everyone has, you know, their songs. That's just what music does for us. Totally. Have people been in touch with you about tracks on three? Any specific things that people really connected to, like... Oh, wow, that summed up something I mean, for the, me. the chair was... People seem to really like that one. Um, I performed it earlier this year with Brooklyn Youth Chorus. So that was the first time I was ever performed live, and they sang the chair. And Brooklyn Youth Chorus is a chorus of, like, 12 to 18-year-old girls. And it made me so happy. They were, like, humming away. And after the show, there was... Um, two parents that came to me and they're like my daughter has been singing this song all week and we just love it and we love what you know what it means and what it stands for and they just enjoyed that song so much so that was that was great the jazz has been that's been a great experience with this with this little song that came to life i'm here in the deep end i'm here in the field I'm here by the water. This isn't the chair, you've already heard that. This is I Am Winter, also from Three. I really love how this track feels like a dizzying, cursed fairground. You'll see what I mean in a second. I'm here in the- 
Have I been here forever? Waiting for your spark. Follow me far, far, far. Follow me far, far, far. Follow me far, far, far. I'll meet you. Amongst shadows, my story untold. I'm here and I'm winter. My soul is now dark. Have I been here forever, longing for your spark? Follow me. That's all we've got for you for this chit chat part of the podcast. Please go and check out the music making part where we use Alive's sample library to make a brand new track out of. That's our only tool for composition. A massive thank you to Alive. Really had a brilliant time chatting to her all about her music, and I hope that you enjoyed hearing all about it too. And thanks to you for checking out the podcast. It's really appreciated. Please do spread the word. The more the merrier, as they say. If you look in the podcast summary, you'll find a bunch of links that are related to things mentioned in this episode. A link to the album Sample Library Bundle, which is just such a brilliant idea, very innovative and probably going to catch on, I imagine. I'll put a link into the Free the Work website, a link into WNYC's New Sounds radio show, brilliant place to go for new music discovery. That's where I got the room full of teeth recording from. I'll also give you a link to them. Visit alivelens.com and get connected with her on all of those social things. You'll find links on her website. A big thanks to Acast for continuing to host Excuse the Mess. And of course, a thank you to Arts Council England, PRS Foundation and Isotope Audio for supporting this podcast. Thanks again for listening and give the music making part of Alive's episode a go if you haven't already. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.